Hey guys, welcome back. Beauty Seeker here. We're back with season nine, episode 32 of our weekly Q and A videos. This one is filmed asynchronously. Like we said last time, weird spot with uploading. We appreciate your patience and bearing with us. We're figuring it out and hopefully this will be as little of a disruption as possible to your schedules because there's been a lot of disruption to ours. Right. Uh, not in a bad way, but you know, in a, in a filming is hard way. Right. And I just want to point out too. So one of the things is that we're, we filmed two episodes at once. So that discussion we had, which to you who, who is watching on the schedule thinks is last week when we talked or about some amount of time in the past, maybe sure. even more than one week. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about the Arkham team and whether we're going to change something. So we don't have the benefit of the one week of play to play around with that one character replacement. So you might be seeing mm -hmm. it on the screen. We just can't talk about it because we don't have that the the knowledge that we've gleaned from an, another week of playing with a, a different character instead of Arkham Knight Catwoman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I promised last week that you would get a little bit of a discussion into my uh, fast sort of spiral into uh, a coffee non-drinker, into a bit of a coffee snob. Right. And so here it is. So on this trip, uh, you know, I was trying to make the most of my day, trying to do a lot. So sometimes, um, I would want a coffee just for, to keep me a little alert, just for context, you know, all throughout university, I drank like half a dozen coffees. I ran pretty well on like the amount of sleep I was getting and, you know, it wasn't for any big moral grandstanding. I, it's, I wasn't one of those people who does something so that they get to tell everybody about it right uh, necessarily or at least i like to think i'm not but i guess i'm sharing all of my coffee stuff now so um maybe this is me doing both of those things retroactively uh bragging about not drinking coffee and now bragging or making a big deal about drinking coffee um but um so yeah it was sort of like a break glass in case of emergency thing and uh on this trip, I have started having coffee a little more regularly. And mm -hmm. I think the thing that really sparked it is I've, I've had some, I had some interesting ones. I, uh, up till this point have been the kind of person who will like, if I'm going to like a coffee shop, um, or like a coffee chain, there's like, uh, this chain that's very popular in Canada called Tim Hortons. Mm -hmm. Uh, if people aren't familiar, it's like, they're in the very States iconic, too, very Canadian. Tim Hortons is and in the they're States. They're a little, they're a little in the States. And, um, there's also, it's, um, now, it's a very Canadian chain, but the joke now is that it's a Canadian chain that's also not very good anymore. Uh, so everybody has to, you know, show sort of some sense of national pride for it, but not actually like drink it. Not enjoy. <laughs> but the interesting. So did, is it true then that um, I think McDonald? I re read something that McDonald's yeah. uh, got their supplier, and that's when they had their whole big McCafe push, and that Tim yeah. Hortons decided to start brewing in house or just doing the beans or something, whatever in house, and that's where the, there was a big shift in the in the quality of their coffee. That was my understanding too. Um, okay. But so the point is, I would have like French vanilla. I would have coffees that had enough sweetness that they basically didn't taste like coffees. Mm. And I was drinking in a very sort of utilitarian way. I, would, I was drinking in the way that you might take an Advil where I was like, I am tired. A coffee will make me feel a little less tired right now. Um, right. And it will. And I just want to find this sort of easiest way to put this into my body. Right. Um, medicinal coffee okay yeah 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 exactly um but what that has transitioned to is you know there are some places where i was having nicer coffees whatever uh and there was a big thing so i watched there's a tom scott plus video where he goes through a coffee tasting 
with this uh, YouTuber named James Hoffman, and he is uh, pretty spectacular, and he goes through um, sort of tasting coffee for different flavors, right. uh, how to work through it, and the video is titled something like, I don't like coffee, can James Hoffman change that? Um, and it mm. gave me sort of, it. I like Tom Scott a lot, so I watched the video for him, but it wormed in the back of my head a little bit of a way of thinking about the different flavors of coffee in terms of like the bitterness, the acidity, the earthiness, right, like fruitiness and other flavors. Mm-hmm. Um that for one has like helped me actually refine how I talk and think about like just eating things a little bit, Mm. um, which has been cool and thinking about like um, giving me a better sort of language and mental model for like how to think about flavors. That seems like Um, a really big deal. Like that seems way more than just like a coffee thing. That's like a sort of a revelation. Yeah. So it's not huge, but I'll, I'll, I, one of the things that I've come back to a lot on this trip is that when I'm tasting something, I can, th- like, go, okay, uh, now let me taste for X, Y, or Z, which is what they did in the video. So it's taste for sweetness, bitterness, whatever. And if I'm tasting for something and I'm thinking about it, that flavor comes out way more, and it changes my actual, like, experience of eating that thing, mm. where the other flavors aren't as noticeable. So what's it feels weird it's almost like a mini superpower i'm like i know that there's like sugar in this so let me taste for the sweetness and then the next bite of that food is just sweeter it's it's really Mm. weird um and i'm like i knew that like broadly that the brain like can work in that way but the experience of it can be a little uh not freaky exactly but like cool weird good good weird is is it sounds Um, like is it something like when you're hearing a bunch of noises at once and that when you focus on the one thing to try to filter out everything else, that you can maybe make out a bit more clearly what people are saying when you're focusing on one part it, of it. It feels almost exactly like that, but for flavors. Okay. It's very, but it's cool. Um, and so then the other sort of key thing is on this trip, um, me and my friend, we visited 8-Ounce Coffee, which is this, uh, I think it's the largest, I don't remember, it's the largest supplier, I think, of like coffee stuff, like not like the beans itself. Um, paraphernalia paraphernalia um (laughs) that's a good term for it and so the um and we had a wonderful experience there i highly recommend if you are looking for a coffee thing and eight ounce coffee has the same price as other people um to get it there because they seem genuinely lovely the um one of the co-owners took us on like a tour um around all the back and everything and showed us the whole warehouse and everything. Is that what they normally Um, do? No, apparently not. So, um, he just was there and, uh, the friend I was with was like, followed them on like Instagram was like a fan of like their stuff or whatever. And it would, was like, Oh, this stuff seems cool. And like had like specific stuff, uh, that they were interested in getting. So they were like, Oh, you're a fan. Where are you from? And then we were like, you know, like the Toronto area sort of GTA because, um, that's the easiest thing when you're out of the province right then sort of your specific zone in terms of localizing you and they're like oh you're from such a long way here let me like take you around and the the person who was like checking us out was also really lovely and was like you know he doesn't always do this but he he, he does he does it sometimes so that's nice um so he took us around he showed us everything he like talked through the space um and sort of the main introduction was we were looking at stuff and walking by and he went oh this is not related to what you're talking about at all, but uh, try the strawberry drink in the cafe. It's uh, really good. And the cafe was, um, and I got to shout out somebody else, Paradigm Spark. 
um, the idea was that they have this like space where they have like rotated baristas um, who can uh, set up stuff so they get like really sort of cool like baristas to have like a pop-up shop there basically and apparently paradigm spark was so good that they've kept them for a lot longer than they would have otherwise and i can uh personally vouch for them because it was still probably the best like coffee based thing i've ever drank it was ridiculous um but so we got the whole tour um they uh the person who was like checking us out was normally the customer service person so if they are as nice in dealing with customer service as they were checking us out uh you'd have a great customer service experience there because they were absolutely lovely uh and super helpful and nice um we got like an aeropress and he was like oh like you know throwing some filters whatever it was just it was just start to finish everybody was really nice everybody was really sort of knowledgeable and passionate about coffee uh and the other sort of cool thing that we got there was that there was a um they had a bunch of specialty blends and so we got this like light roast uh from this it was like a fancy like you know sort of like mid-range like price bag so it was more expensive than your average bag of coffee uh and it had like a wax seal on it and everything um and it was this really nice light roast and um it is like delicious it's like a really like intense tea i'm not even a tea person but i i am both of this type of coffee person uh and you know like it, it was just it's really special and it tastes n- almost not like coffee okay so at can, all. I, can i ask you though so one of the things that always one of the things i used to say as my sort of defining thing but for coffee and tea is yeah coffee smells amazing mm-hmm. it tastes awful to me the what the coffee mm-hmm. that i've had and tea yeah. doesn't smell like much, but it can taste really nice, especially a nice tisane, right? With the, the, the fruit yeah. stuff and whatever. So what you need is something that smells like coffee or is t- mm-hmm. if coffee could taste the way it smells, mm-hmm. I would, I think I would really enjoy it. So coffee, I have not had a cup of coffee that tastes the same way that coffee smells, but this sort of helped me understand that what I was thinking of as coffee uh, was such a narrow sort of band of what coffee could be. And... Um, that YouTuber James Hoffman, who I talked about, uh, we, I've been watching with my friend his videos, and he is awesome. He is really sort of systematic with it. He goes through a huge amount of steps. He does sort of the closest thing to a science experiment that you can do, um, being sort of a sample size of one, mm-hmm. uh, when he's like testing out how to brew a cup. Mm-hmm. And watching his videos, I can say that the techniques have worked to great success for improving the cup of coffee. And, you know, even just that in that video of the flavor notes and sort of thinking about the, you know, bitterness versus other things. So now I'm like, I'm deep in it <laughs> when I tell you that I was like, um, and again, not to the same extent as anybody who is deep in it. Like I am, like I'm sure, uh, our neighbor, um, knows a lot more than me, but right. understanding sort of extraction, uh, steep time, uh, thinking about, uh, the different extraction temperatures of different roasts. Um, thinking about with the AeroPress, you know, how much pressure you want to use uh, and how pressure changes the flavor. Um, mm-hmm. And it's got me like asking questions too. So like one of the things was when I uh, like light roast versus dark roast have um, the light roast t- uh, give you a lot more of the quality of the actual beans that they're based on. Um, so you get more of like the country of origin and what the bean grower sort of is putting in in terms of flavor. And that's where you get like floral notes. You get things that are a lot lighter. It's a lot less of that, like what you associate as a coffee taste. Um, and then as you roast it, it brings sort of the oils out more. Um, and you get more of that sort of like 
toasted flavor so you get like the the nut flavor the like sort of chocolate those like sort of darker notes um the stuff that's common across is it like meat then like when you leave it when you cook something medium rare you get more of the meat flavor and when you char it you really get that sort of standard kind of charred you know what i mean yeah, I think, I think that would be fair to say. Okay. So again, like don't, nobody listen to this and take me as the expert on coffee because I've been doing this for like weeks, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. but so it, you know, I've, I'm into it enough that I'm also, you know, looking at it and asking questions like, oh, okay. So if this is what a light roast is and this is what a dark roast is, what happens when you combine them? And then, you know, I was looking into it and then I was like, oh, so the issue that you run into is that they extract at different temperatures. So you essentially have like a light roast cup or a dark roast cup. Um, and it's hard to sort of balance both, but then what you can do is, and, uh, I was like, oh, but, uh, and I was like thinking about it and working through it. And I sort of came to this realization along with other people saying it where people are like, oh, but if you brew two cups separately, you can combine them and then you can get sort of elements of both. Mm. And so, uh, what I like about coffee is I watch a lot of sort of nerdy processy YouTube videos. Um, and so uh, coffee is cool. Because it feels like one of these things where you can learn more and you can directly and qu pretty quickly see the product of your knowledge and practice and everything uh, manifest itself in different tasting types of cups. And you can take mm -hmm. like the same bean in the same brewer and uh, sort of uh, an, the, all the input variables that before I got into this, I would have thought would make a very similar cup of coffee every time, barring you do something weird, right? Uh, and actually learn all this sort of like hidden technique in the way that you're talking about injustice, where you start to get into, uh, the nuances of stuff and you understand that it's not just, you know, cause the AeroPress is just, you, you put the coffee and you put hot water in, uh, you press the coffee through, uh, or you stir it and you press the coffee through and then understanding sort of this whole, like constellation of variables that I had not considered, hadn't thought of, didn't even realize you could do. And then seeing in the same cup of coffee, how it's radically changed the flavor. And I've gone from, you know, only wanting drinks that I can really sort of wash out entirely the taste of coffee to like drinking one with like straight and being like, okay, yeah, I could drink a cup of this. And then, you know, adding in other stuff, like mm. uh, still the syrups and stuff and like a little bit of like milk or cream or whatever. Cause I think it tastes better, but you know, actually like finding it like interesting and enjoying it and sort of getting in the weeds on it and, and digging into it. So it's really, uh, it, it's been pretty fun. It's, and okay. So, you know what, when you talk about that, it reminds me of that joke of the person, you know, that apocryphal story where they didn't realize that they needed to boil the tea, that people just boiled it because it would make it faster and they were using cold mm -hmm. water. And it, to me, it sounds like that where, they were missing out on a big part of the entire experience, but in a way that with tea at least seemed fundamentally wrong. Right. Cause yeah. you, you know, you, like you, you got to boil tea. Like it just, it, it never would have occurred to me to try to like mm -hmm. cold steep tea leaves. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't cold brew a tea. Yeah. So, you know, I, this isn't like a recommendation to people to try coffee. Uh, but I guess, uh, and I've, I've seen people, you know, talk about one, type of like nerdy video i watch is technology connections and he's talked about how you know there's a lot of fancy ways to do stuff but he just wants the least amount of effort for the least offensive thing of coffee right he wants it as little bitter as possible and he wants to stop there but i guess i didn't realize how sort of fun coffee could be 
as like almost a hobby divorced from coffee as a drink you know um and so so this is uh, i guess a weird shout out to drinking uh coffee but also (laughs) uh looking at the way that you make coffee and trying to like optimize it so it's been it's been a lot more fun than i've expected and i think most of my enjoyment of the coffee still comes from sort of that like getting into the nitty-gritty and like feeling how like the different tastes out and stuff um but somewhere along the line i've stopped disliking the taste of coffee by itself but i've also started drinking a lot nicer coffee so um i think these things happen at the same time where you know i'm having a lot of cups of coffee that are very like have very little bitterness if any at all and a lot of what i didn't like about coffee uh isn't present anymore and i'm finding a lot of things to actually find cool about it that are even separate from its use medicinally so i might be a bit of a uh occasional coffee drinker now it's not like a morning routine thing but that's uh that's my personal update that's really neat yeah so that discussion (laughs) was probably uh, of limited interest to people but let's maybe take uh, a little bit anyways to answer an injustice question right so we've got actually a few comments that were sort of just injustice related only so far as we talked about in previous video i just want to point out only because it has some relevance now uh cameron 107 said you guys nearly gave me a heart attack i saw adios in the title i thought you guys are quitting that game sounds really interesting, though, so I might give it a go. And Mana Rao said, As a designer, I find the concept of Adios damn interesting. The narrative sounds crisp, yet captivating. And Balls HD said, Adios sounds dope. And yeah, I agree with everybody who said that. Uh, Adios is a wonderful game. Uh, you should absolutely check it out. It's really cool. Nobody's claimed uh, it. I don't think we need any follow-ups. Yeah, yeah, nobody's claimed it. It's true. Um, so one person tried, but they... It, this is a Steam key only, so they they were on I think Nintendo Switch. Yeah, first come first serve. Email us at bdcgr at hotmail if you want a copy of Adios, and we'll we'll get that packed up and shipped out to you uh, immediately. And by packed up and shipped out, I mean we will reply to the email with the the Steam right. key. So there we go. So our scheduling is uh, tight and- because of your situation. Do do we have time for anything else? Or that's I think that'll be it for this week, right? Uh, let's take five minutes and uh, answer an injustice question, maybe. Okay. Uh, Geith, or Gaith, G-E-I-T-H, says, uh, in regards to Arkham Knight Catwoman, uh, if you use her with Totem, why don't you, um, why don't you really use her as, why don't R-E-L-Y rely use her as D-O-T, and it's better to use Arkham Knight Batman, or Arkham Knight the Arkham Knight, or Arkham Origins Deadshot for damage over time, just use her with damage over time gear. So the way I remember so this think, question, right, like, there's sort of three yeah. parts, because some of the, the, I'm not sure that English is first language, and I'm breaking. Or we out, don't even use. But there's just there's been a communication difficulty that's happened somewhere. Right. So we using your don't t- necessarily know exactly what this person means. The implication to me, the implication is Tantu Totem don't really need to rely on her as DOT. Tantu Totem really is for special specialist. If you're gonna do that, then you can use it with somebody who's got just a, a more powerful special too, like Arkham Knight Batman mm-hmm. or Arkham Knight the Arkham Knight or Arkham Origins Deadshot. And so if you're going to focus on using, taking advantage of her damage over time, just use her damage over time gear. And that's t- mm-hmm. talking about Arkham Knight Catwoman. And I think the the problem is you can use her for both. Like, she's good enough that you do both. And you can see it in the fight that, that you maybe last week where you see her, where if her passive kicks in and the third person uh, comes in with the damage over time from both of the previous special twos re-triggering from Quake Engine, the health the health of the opponent just pours right out 
it just mm-hmm. dribbles down even while it would normally be paused because of like a mini game or something where it would slowly tick away it just disappears it's amazing mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun okay uh any more sort of finishing touches or are we are we I, calling it there are we, i, I don't are know we I, is there fast? anything else to say about arkham Reca- i mean the problem with a lot of damage over time teams is that there's a cost to it that the in order to have this secondary effect like damage over time or stun or whatever it usually costs you in the amount of damage that you do and it does in her case but it costs less than others so whereas you know there's a standard amount of damage over time she still does three quarters or 75 percent whereas other characters that have a, a secondary effect will do maybe 50 percent damage and the quake engine is enough to boost it back up so that she can do a significant amount of specialty damage where most of the time she's knocking out the opponent and then she's giving some sweet, sweet damage over time, bleed damage, to the next person who tags in, which makes it easy, even easier to knock them out when you've got your power back with Tanti Totem. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So that brings us to the end of this week, which turned out to be almost exclusively me talking about coffee, which uh, I definitely wasn't expecting. I don't know I like, you. listen, I... It, I, I've told you before, there's a lot of these videos that we've made that I, I wouldn't watch myself. I enjoyed yeah. that. I, I'm This is the kind of stuff that's actually really interesting to me, where people who are enthusiastic about something that I don't know about, or mm-hmm. it's not because I don't know about it, but despite the fact that I don't know about it, when there's the enthusiasm there, I find that really interesting. Yeah, okay, so consider this the gentlest push to coffee. I might come back with, like, an AeroPress. We we might get an AeroPress on the way back from 8-ounce coffee uh, for, for me, and I, I might have one, and then you can you can see what it's what all the fuss is about. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, anyways, to finish up, uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to some folks, or I guess we'd both like to give a shout-out to some folks. So first out, uh, first off, shout-out to Eliza arugula Caton. This isn't based on anything i just i I, the word arugula came to my head uh on this trip i've mostly been disconnecting from social media haven't really been replying to people so i don't have as many things uh to pull from when i'm when i'm writing this bit and we're filming these back to back so uh my (laughs) my my apologies to eliza uh this is another bit of a low effort one bit of a stinker but you know (laughs) we all have off weeks the the fact that this is even happening is 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 a surprise yeah, that's true. And the yeah. the the main comfort I have with this is that she does not watch these videos, so it's not like um, it's it's no great loss to her. Right. Um, but anyways, we'd also like to give a huge thank you to all the lovely folks who support us on Patreon. And that would be Bombo Ben, Consul Peasant, and Ed Woon at the top tier. Last word, Cinemac and Mohammed Al Shady at the Your Message Here tier. Sean Farrell, Daniel Simonson, Aaron Mall, Michael Devries. Brandon C, Irvin Ruiz, Eddie Dew, and Hoshi127 at the credited level, and Chris Wolf, Scarlett Danny, Awesome Maver 241, Pavor S, Gavin Malott, and Israe at the gratitude level. Yeah. Thank you all so much for your support. Thank you so much to everyone for watching, and we'll see you next time. Komoda. Komoda.